church, I hope you're doing very, very well. I hope you're very, very happy about the new series about relationship. Like the next Sunday, we started with a couple. They were very, very honest on stage. Some people believed it's like a drama. Uh, but no, it's not a drama. It's real. And today we have two friends. Because you can, the, relate, the topic about relationship you can use if you're single or you're working in a company or a small group or you're leading a ministry. It's the same principle or same pattern. Here are two friends they're speaking about their kind of relationship and challenges they face with each other. Dave and Simon Lamley on the stage. Come on. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. That thank sounds you. like we're married. Dave and Simon We Lamley. are not. But we are friends for now 18 years or more. And uh, we went to the Tunnel of Chaos, which uh, Leo oh, talked yes. about last week several times. Mm. And uh, we're still here. We're still yeah. friends. So, Thank uh, you, goodbye. No. They, they, they ask us to, to give you some insights and some stories about that. So once upon a time, I was your employee. You were yeah. my boss. That's true. And That's then, a long time ago, man. And then uh, you I, had hair back then. Yeah. And, I, and then I overtook. Yeah. Friendly over. A friendly overtake. Yeah. And it then was good. Uh, I brought some fire. I was very motivated. Yeah, you could say that. But you know, the, 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 the point with Simon is he likes speed. Yeah. He likes speed uh, on, on, uh, on the slope. He likes speed uh, on everywhere. 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 And uh, when he's, he's my boss, uh, he tried to. Uh, restructure the whole thing so that was a good thing but uh, there was one point and you were like it's going so slow and this, was, this in, whole in the, musical that yeah. music backstage backstage you called me a donkey I called you an ass yeah actually and, because and you didn't just act like an ass you were the ass yeah, and I was really I was it was a shocking moment like a chaos, tunnel of chaos moment where I thought oh man now it's getting serious, and uh, that was very healthy for me. Not easy, but healthy. Yes. We were also I mean, on, a, on, on a lot of trips together. Oh, yeah. And uh, we, I think you, ha you had some problems to, 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 to change the Why rules. Why is it always me having the problems? I don't know, because I'm faster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we, um, I think the, the problem with the problems is that um, you were my boss, or you're still my boss. You're also my friend. We were in small group together. Um, uh, our wives know each other, so we have a lot of, of um, interaction. And sometimes the different roles we play and don't always play out um, yeah, nicely. We, we, were, we were once with uh, Leo on a trip, so it was my trip with my uh, uh, team. But Leo was also on the trip, and when Leo is there, I ask Leo, hey Leo, you are the trip leader, because that's natural. Yeah. And then, and then I was part of the team. Yeah, 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 yeah. You let go so much that you uh, were sitting behind me in the van and hitting me with your flip-flop for like yeah. an hour. You were very confused. Well, it was funny for you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and another other thing is, um, when, I, when um, you were this lonely songwriter, melancholic songwriter, writing songs alone, very good, but then I told you we stopped that That's and true. you need to write songs with uh, a team. That was a real pain. But it helped me develop. You, you always bring out the best of me because you confront me with my... He always says, if you get, is it getting on my nerve because I'm, I'm really um, emotional? I'm getting emotional. Oh, yes, he is. <laughs> it's also a strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes it's very, very... 
No. Emotional. It's good. Yeah, well, but and, and his, his excuse is, also, is always, Dave, I'm making you better. <laughs> <laughs> but that's true. Yeah, it's true. Thank you. So we, we, we had that, we had, we had that, uh, you, uh, so that, so we need to come to an end. What, what is good is that uh, I think one thing is that we respect each other, even if we are like day and night. Day and night, yeah. Summer and winter. <laughs> uh, we are re we are yeah. very uh, and we, we are very different, but we respect yes. each other. And you, we have this uh, collaboration together. Yeah, it's true. I believe if I give you grace, you also give me grace. We need grace, and yeah. I'm aware of that. I know I'm gonna need grace eventually, so I'm gonna give you grace, and I respect you. Yeah, and I'm very happy to have one person in my life that calls me a donkey if I am one. Love you, man. So thank you so much. Honest talk. I know these guys, they really have to work together. I mean, yes. The topic is relationship. Come, uh, let it go. You know, it's, it's, it's a fact in life. We don't like to live alone. We are somehow called and made by God for other people. And often when you're in a relationship or even if you're in a church or in a family, sometimes we get disappointed, right? But disappointment means you don't expect my expectations I have. That means my picture I have all of a sudden is crashed. And often this is a good starting point to get really deep in our relationship. In Genesis chapter 2 verse 18, God is actually saying, and then you know that Bible verse and all the ladies will say, oh no, don't go there. You know why? The Lord God says, it's not good for the man to be alone. All the men, like cavemen, yeah. I will make a helper suitable for him. All the men saying, hallelujah, yeah, men, we need help, right? Especially Bernie, you, we need help. All the men say, yes, we need help. It's nothing against help. And all the ladies say, don't go there, pastor. I heard that Bible verse so many times. That means I stand behind the kitchen and the husband is the front part. No, this is actually not what the Bible is saying because in the Hebrew language, and you have to understand a little bit Hebrew, in the Hebrew language often there is one word and the one word we translate in German or in English and often it's not the right translation because Hebrew language is a flower language. Varieties. One word can have different meanings. But the, the real meaning of the word helper actually means you need a contrast. You need a person side by side, complains your life. It's like a contract. Contrast brings color into your life. What I mean by that, can you imagine when Adam was alone, when Adam was alone, and God created Eve, and God came to the garden and asked, hey, Adam and Eve, how you doing? Said, God, hyper, hyper, we're doing so well, we're in love together. I mean, I feel butterflies, and it's hyper, hyper, it's fun, God. God said, oh, I'm happy. Nine months later, God came back to Garden of Eden and asked, How do you do? Adam said, I don't like her anymore. 
She's so complex. She complains all the time. She's is not happy with me anymore. God, can I have an exchange? Can I have somebody else who is much easier? And God is saying, that's the point, Adam. Side by side means you have a person, a contrast. She colors your life. She's a blessing and a burden as well. There is no blessing without burden, no burden without blessing. With otherwise, your wife, your children, your boss, your small group leader is your life coach. Iron sharpens iron. Can I have an amen? Iron sharpens iron. This is what I always say to my wife. Can you imagine? Adam was alone. Alone in the Garden Eden. He has birthday. Birthday. Nobody's around. Happy birthday, Adam. Happy birthday, Adam. Hyper, hyper, hyper. How old are you? I don't care. <laughs> to be alone, have your own pity party, it's not fun, right? God is saying, it's not good that the man celebrates his own party. <laughs> you need contrast. You need color side by side. And this is how life is meant. Party! Now you understand? It's not good to be alone. To be alone is boring. To be alone looks stupid. Look at me. Stupid. I want to give you some other examples. For example, if you celebrate your own party, it's boring. Can you imagine you're writing a song? Can I have Dave on the stage? Song. We are writing a song together. We have only one accord. One chord. One chord. Let's have G. Huh? G. G. One song with the same accord. Let's worship. Let's praise him. Come on. With G. Do you feel it? Oh, it's colorful. Oh, variety, you know. Let's go to the bridge. Let's go to the refrain. Same accord. Let's write another song with the same accord. It's boring. It's not good you play the same song with the same accord. Thank you, Dave. It's not good, right? That's not music. This is... It's not good that you cook only the same thing. For example, you cook everything with egg. Tea egg, coffee egg, breakfast egg, lunch break, pizza egg. Ice cream egg, 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 egg. Only egg, egg is not good. The man cooks only egg. You got, got the point? You're writing, you're, you're painting a picture with the color white. It's just white. One picture, white. Next, white. Third, white. Fourth, white. Just white, white. It's boring, right? Or, for example, if you're writing a book, only with one letter. Or...
at the title or writer or copyright or it's boring you need different letters you, you understand it when God colors our life with other people it changes everything this is the picture it's not like woman is at home the man has the fun it's like a team side by side your spouse your husband your small group leader colors your life complements your life contracts your life brings color into your life but this creates also a little bit problems and challenges because husband and wife are psst, they're different I know that point number one <laughs> Point number one is, I appreciate you being different. I'm so happy that you are different, Susanna. Yes, I am. I am so much different. She is. Yeah. I tell you, more than you think or can imagine. Can you imagine when we first met, I was really insecure and that's why I was so shy in front of people. I was afraid of standing in front of people. When I was in a group of people, I turned all red because I was so insecure. And Leo was just the opposite. When we first met, where he was, was always, he was always cheering up the atmosphere. That was something that complimented myself so much. On the other hand, I was the boss at home. I knew everything at home. I did everything at home. And uh, I felt very comfortable serving him and cooking for him and packing the suitcase for him, doing everything for him. That works very well until someone changes a little bit of something of personality type or just has a personal change. And that happens to me. I changed. And all of a sudden I said to him, Leo, I'm sorry. I don't I, I no longer like this that we are so much in contrast. I don't pack your suitcase anymore. And you know And I said, what's happened? Why you stopped doing to be a blessing to me? Yeah, and more and more I felt uncomfortable with that filling up the other side. And it might have looked like this, what we see at the video right now. Hast du den Wünschelkreis gebracht? Mach ich morgen. Hast du das Bad geputzt? Mach ich morgen. Hast du den Geschirrspüler wenigstens angerollt? Mach ich morgen. Morgen, morgen, morgen. Walls, you cannot see, but you can, you can feel it because I no longer was happy with the situation that we had at home. I wanted to have change, but I did not know how to, how to do change. I was afraid. I was afraid to address the topic. And I felt insecure to address the topic because I had no idea how would Leo react. Maybe um, he will be violent against me or... Maybe I hurt him, even though I love him, but I really wanted to have the change. And you see, the wall builds up more and more. And you cannot see the wall, but you can feel the wall inside of your relationship. And all of a sudden, fear starts to determine your relationship. Fear of being rejected, 
fear of maybe being violated, and more and more, fear determines your relationship. It's all kinds of fear, like we hide our feelings, we start to cover our mistakes, we squeeze our weakness, and we act as if it's all okay, but it's not okay. And then we are behind the wall, and you know how you come down the wall? Only if you address it, only if you start to speak about the things that are not okay any longer. Like this, you can tear down the wall. Now the thing is, when we are disappointed in relationship, and this happens all the time, we're building up an unseen wall because when you're disappointed, it hurts. It hurts in your soul, it hurts in your spirit, and you need somehow a little bit like a distance. But this happens often, not even by decision, just it's like a position in your heart and you say, I don't feel close anymore. And you don't know really what happens because there are things between you and your wife or man or small group or church or God, and you have to address it. But the, the problem number one is fear. People are afraid to address it. They say, if I say to my wife, honey, I don't like this and that, that could be that she will point her finger to me and say, oh, if you come up with three things, I have 20 things. Or what happens if she's not agree? The whole atmosphere in our house is different. People are afraid to address things and be really, really honest. I would love to draw you a very simple uh, illustration, and it helped me in terms of leadership, it helps me in terms of running a small group, a church, a family, and even living together with my beautiful, awesome, amazing, outstanding, gigantic wife, Susanna. That's a number one, two, three, you can write it down, four, four, three, two, one. The first thing is, you have to ask yourself the question, what are the strengths of my wife? What is the plus? What are the three things she is outstanding? She is different. She's like above. And in these three areas, say to my wife, go, 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 go. I'm a coach. But there are three things I will say to my wife. I don't like it. I hate it. It's a minus factor. This is a nightmare. Please, no go. Stop doing no go. No means no. Don't do it. And here's the thing. When Susanna, she came up to me and said, Leo, that's me. There's one thing I don't like about you. If I have a conversation, you interrupt all the time. I said, yeah, honey, I know, because I know the answer. I know the solution. I know the point. I know the structure. I know the holy point of God. She said, I hate it. And that's the thing. She addressed it to me, three things, which she said to me, no go. Don't cross the line. Please change it. Stop it. Ask God, ask the Holy Spirit for a change. And here's the thing. I'm not agree about those three things. 
Because often we have a black, a, black, a blind spot, you know, a blind spot. But the thing is, I married her. And this was the decision, I serve you. I make you better. I invest everything what I have into you. And if there are three things you hate, I will stop doing it. But here's the thing. Even if you made a decision, I stop doing that. It not, it's not as easy as you think. The same thing like in the new year. The new year starts. We have some new year's resolutions. You say maybe five things, I will stop. And people are on fire for one week, right? I want to eat healthy. After one week, you figure out healthy food. It's healthy, but expensive, but boring. You're going back to the french fries because it's cheap, tasty. <laughs> You know what I mean? And after one week, you stop, you quit. And that's the same thing. If you think you can pray, take the Lord's Supper, bang, all the three things are gone. It's not the case. And here is a very important key. To change the three negative habits, you have to break it down in super, super, super tiny, little, little, petit peu, France, petit peu, small, petit peu, small, so small step, they are easy to fulfill. Why is that important? If you do a very small step, it gives you a feeling, oh, I can do it. I am a winner. I increased. I'm stepping forward a petit peu, a little bit. And you're doing this day by day, gives you a culture, a feeling in your spirit, a feeling in your soul. I can do it. Get out of that. It's a routine. I change progressing forward and gives you every day a success in your life. Otherwise, you feel after one week I'm a failure I'm a loser otherwise come on I'm a pretty bad changer I can change the three points but here's the point it takes longer as you wish longer as you love and that's the word be patient in the process can you say to your wife be patient be graceful like God is I have to say this to my wife every day that's yeah. why she's on stage just kidding you know we're a team yeah and it's really a topic you have you have this resolution and you want to change something but it's very important to make the steps very low for example when you want to change to interrupt me um, we have to think when is the worst time to interrupt Don't start there. You start there where it's the most easy to be quiet. Then um, which topic is the most easy one to be quiet? Yeah, when you speak about flowers, I don't care if the flowers is yellow, red, or blue. Yeah, but, you, say, oh, look. but you see that you think that does not count. But for him, it gives a feeling of success when he all of a sudden realizes, hey, I, I could listen to her. I did not have to interrupt her. That gives him a feeling of success. And then we do it a little bit further, a little bit further until he realizes what is all behind, why he does always interrupt me. So make the steps very low. So low that you think, oh, this is no problem at all. Are you finished? No, this is like a no-go. This is important. Look, here's the, here's the point in the message. It's the point in the message. We're doing a lot of counseling for marriage. This is the point. When there's three no-goes in a marriage, take it serious. 
Because three things is often the reason why a wife or husband quits. Say, I, I, I mean, if there, there, there are other people that they, it's much easier to live with, with them together, you know. It's a very important thing. Like, no go means no, 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 no go means stepping further, step by step. Point number two, I don't mind you being different. And that's very, very important point. I don't mind you being different because often you start to criticize about everything and anything. That means you try to, to put your man, your wife into a box until you say, oh, the hairstyle, the ear style, the ear style, the talking, the word, the moves, everything, it's exactly what I'm looking for. If you're waiting for that, please stay alone. Please stay alone, because even yourself, you are a nightmare by himself. Even by myself, I'm not perfect. That's, that's point number one. But here is the point. There are more than three things by my wife I don't like. It's, it's not only three. If it's only three, I would say, hallelujah, praise the Lord, this is a good message. Come on, brother Leo, go on. It's more than three things. It is it's at least, it's at least, if I'm positive, at least 100 points, at least. At least, I mean, how she eats, what she cooks, how. Now really, be honest, it's more than that. But here is the thing I want to teach you. You have to know which, which are the three things. It's a no-go. It's three and not 180. And the rest, there is a word and it's a very famous word. It's let it Go. Let it go. And this is the dead zone. The dead zone, you know? If you go into that zone, you are dead. That means for me, there's a lot of things I don't like. I say nothing because I addressed already three things. And the three things to change for my wife it's enough. You know what I mean? It's already enough. If you put on too many things, it gets negative, nagging, complaining, mourning, and you have a nightmare at home. And that's why this is the dead zone. Let it go. Be quiet. Say nothing. And my wife has some stories. We had to learn to be quiet and still positive. Yeah, because in this, uh, in this let it go zone, they're not just easy things. There are things like when uh, the children were small and Leo was taking care of the children, I was away, not for myself, but for church. And I figured out that he goes to McDonald's with the kids. He goes to Ikea with the kids. He is outside all the time. But if I would do that, our budget would be down, down, down. So I felt very... That I felt very unfair, treated very unfair. This is, but this was clear a topic of let it go because he's in control of the budget. On the other hand, but but, but the kids they liked it. They said, "Daddy, yeah, when you around, of course they liked it. Of course, we don't have to cook, we don't have to clean, no dishwashers, just happy party, and they were always happy." This but is, from my point of view, yeah, this, it was is, very it's, unfair, it's all, and it's, it's not all. all. This it's, is it's all about my point. <laughs> This is, this is not all. Listen, I mean, he took care of the boys. I was away, as we do every year, once a time, with all the pastors from all the movements. So I was away for a for couple 
um, not weeks, but couple days. And I had to figure out that our son, little back then, went with, to Glad Centrum with Leo without trousers, just with the panty pantyhose. He was in the glass centrum, so for me, this is a nightmare as a mother. And when he came once, he told me, Mommy, I have no underwear on, just my trousers. So, and even worse, I figured out that he, Leo, put a box of sweets at the table, telling the kids, hey, if you are hungry, just help yourself. I mean, but this was all in the let it go zone. And I let it go because I realized the kids are still alive. Come on, we are men. Come on, we are we doing the boys' things. We are men. I mean, she told it now, and but it's nothing wrong with my style. I mean, every style is different, right? Only because she eats healthy doesn't mean I have to eat the healthy junk food too. I mean, let's be honest. Now that's, that's important. Let it go means you have different styles. When she's away, I have different style. What I do with my kids, that's the thing. And, and I said to my wife, you could go to Ikea as well. It's only five minutes drive. It costs you nothing. A hot dog is one US dollars. It's why do you cook? It's even more expensive, the healthy food, and the family is happy. That's why I let it go. You know, this is important. Please, let it go. Three things, no go. The rest is let it go. Don't complain and mourn all the time. I, I found out a graphic, and I want to show this to you. It's maybe a little bit gives you good insight. We say our brain is about 2 to 3 percentage of the body mass. Uh, it, it takes about 20 percent energy of the whole body. They're saying 99% of our thoughts, it's inside. We think about inside, inside the box. What I mean by that, for example, is if you say something, I will say, why have you said that to me? Is he in a good mood or is he in a bad mood? Or why is he saying that to me and why he hasn't said that to me? You're always trying to figure out the position I am. Why are you saying that? Why you don't say that? For example, if your neighbor is saying to you, you're such a funny bird. You say, why is she saying that? She means funny, funny, or means funny, I'm stupid. All the time, what people doing in your life, your kids, everybody, you try to figure out what is the meaning behind, what's the body language behind, is there a message behind the message, or the message behind the message is so deep that even the person has no clue why the message behind the message is the message. You mean, you try to figure out all the time, 99% is inside. Why there is a no-go? Why Leo is not progressing faster? Why is not doing this and this? And only 1% of our brain capacity, we invest in the outside. What could be? What could be? What could? You see my eyes? What could I be? How can I change that my marriage, my kids, my family is flourishing, it's growing. We're always seeing the negatives, the problems, the challenges, why doing this and this, instead of saying, come on, if I change the three no-goes in my life, my wife is happy. Happy wife, happy life. Happy wife, happy life. Of course, if, if I made one thing, then the other three guys' things are coming. It's like a never-ending story, but what could it be? What kind of a family we could be? This is like you investing only 1% in the possibilities, in miracles. And when I saw this statistic, it shocked me. 
Because after, honest, often after a while, you see the complaints and this is not good and I'm behind and say nothing anymore because I'm afraid if I do this and this, step out and change that not to 1%, say I change to 99%, I am positive. I believe in the miracles and 1% I investing in why you do what you do. The point number three, and it's actually the last point, of our message today. I love our being different in a team. We are a team, but we are different. And let's go to the last illustration, and this helps us, I think, in a, in a very, very big way. Because in Philippians chapter 2, verse 3, three, three the Bible says, do not, nothing out of selfishness, ambitions, or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself. The Bible is saying, you spouse, you kids, you pastor, you small group leader, your boss has an impact in your life. Value them super high. Treat them as a team. And often we think, for example, oh, you know, I'm mowing. This is a lot of work. This is what I do in our family. What are you doing? Yeah, you have no idea how much time I invested in our family. You know, after come home, you're so frustrated because you have to care, take care for the kids. You're going out to McDonald's, to Ikea, and you're not even cooking, bringing your kids to the children's paradise. And I come home, you're still frustrated. This is not fair. Yeah, you think I go to Ikea just because you are going to Ikea, but I cook three times a, a day, so that's why I need so much time. Rinsed? Rinsed? You know? Yeah, if you think you do the rinse, so what about the garbage? The garbage is a lot of work to... To, to put all the garbage Honey, out. I do, I do the budget. I do the budget. You know how many times I was attacked for the budget to paying all the money to the government? I mean, this is hours and days and weeks budgeting in Switzerland is a never-ending story. I mean, raising kids, going to Ikea. Oh, sorry. This is easy. You have no idea about budget because I give from my pocket money that to help our budget. What about that? You dreamer do, you dreamer do, eh? Consideration, look, this is my thing. Oh, up, 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 yes. doing more. I do more. No, that's I me doing do. more. No, 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 I no, 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 I don't like, I don't like, I don't like if relationships are too much emotion. Look, look here, honey, open your eyes. I have more weight. Yeah, weight. I do more. And look here, I not even use the last box. Because I work. If you work in Switzerland, for example, I work 45 hours. If I would work in France, you work 32 hours. Germany, 38. But Switzerland, 45 hours for the family. What do you think? I work 24 hours with the kids. Every day. No. I do more. No, that's me doing look, more. You kill my work? Yes. 
You see, what? this is what often we do, you know. We compare, I do more, I do more, I do more, I do more. Honey, can you... Let's take children stay where they are. Here is the bottom line in relationship. It's not good that the man is alone. You need side by side, a person colors your life. And for me, my main attitude is we are a team. Team, we're doing the things together. Of course, there are seasons maybe she feels, oh, I do more. But often that's not the case. I want to close with one illustration. It's important for me to say that because my wife, when we go to my mom, it's a one, one and a half hour drive with the car. And after my wife, oh, that's not fair. I'm packing the suitcase and everything prepared uh, for, for, the, for, for your mother-in-law. But you do nothing. Yeah, now, now listen to him, how creative he is in, in keeping the balance. It's not creative, it's the truth. I say, honey, I drive one hour and 30 minutes. And he and thinks that's work. It's my story. She thinks the car drives by himself. Yeah, but you like it. Yeah, but how, how many things you do and you like it? You sell everything, oh, it's hard work. Taking time with the kids, hard work. You complain, you mourn, like crazy, amazing. With other words, there's a lot of things. She will say to me, hey, come on, that's not work, this is leisure. This is your passion, it's anyhow no problem. And that's not true. Another thing, when, when, when I prepare my vacation, our vacations, we're coming to a house, we're booking usually by Airbnb, and my wife dreams is to have a big house at the beach, a gym, a, a, a kitchen, a sauna, a spa. You can run, you can walk, everything for 50 Swiss francs. I said, honey, have you ever Googled Airbnb? No. It takes you hours, nights, weeks to find the real house. And she thinks, oh. Airbnb, boom, house, click, you rent it. Dreamer. That's what I want to say because in the end of the day, we always try to compare. We are a team. And in the beginning, when we started our, our marriage, we said we are a winning team. We're doing that together. We need each other. And to be a real, honest family, you need honest talk. What are the three no-goes? You make me so angry. And what is her three no-goes? And then I work, petit peu, small steps, français language, small, petit peu, small, like, wow, I can do it. And she says, it goes ages. No, it's the right direction. I change something and gives me the feeling I can do it with God. And then in the end of the day, we are dream team. Sometimes I wonder when everything fails and fades away, what does remain? Why do we come to this place from near and far? Because at the end of the day, there's nothing else that remains. What would it look like to face the consequences of something so radical? What would it actually look like to follow Jesus?
friendships may fail, heroes may fail, eventually riches turn worthless. He stirs a thirst for truth, compassion and love. Nothing that this earth could ever quench. What is it that we can truly build our lives and hope on? There is one thing and one thing only when it's all said and done. He alone is our solid rock, our center and our foundation.